0: Turnbuckles, Trunks, and Titles presents to you Nicholas London and Cubal Carmichael.
1: They want to
0: if you build it, they will come. So we put up a bunch of ropes, a few turnbuckles. Bumps and the crowd was filled. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Nicholas London, joined by the host of the show, the man everyone paid to come see, ball Wall Michael Q, how are you? Nick, I'm great. How you doing? Oh, well, I'm battling through. I got a bit of a migraine. It's been a rough evening, but I'm here. That's the those end of the, the day. Those are tough, man. I get them from time to time. They are tough. Well, you know, if I had some brainstorm, I'd have been fine, I think. But I did not brainstorm. I got to take. I got to take it in the morning. Note, special note. Otherwise, I don't sleep. Not, that will that will not deter migraines. Oh darn. <laughs> it might, I was feeling good about this one. Might be. It might actually give you migraines, only because it makes you think more. <laughs> I could probably use that more often than you realize. Yeah, I understand completely. So Q, we're throwing we're throwing an audible. Uh as everyone knows, uh tonight's show is gonna be based around Rocky. Not that we're not gonna get there at some point tonight, but I know you got a little ace up your sleeve. Uh you also got quite the announcement to make during tonight's show. Uh, Adam Ginsburg is going to be on the show from the West Coast Wrestling Company. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, of course, as always, tonight's show is brought to you by Intro Cave, the official video maker for all things Triple T Radio. And, guys, I'm going to tell you, you can't beat it. If you go to IntroCave.com and you use the promo code Triple T Radio, you're going to save yourself 30% off your order. You just can't beat that. And uh, I know I'm happy to have it. I'm, I'm happy to use it every week on this show. Too. What do you think? Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, I, 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 the first time I saw it, I couldn't believe it. And I always, you know, I keep saying that if you want to create your own cool little uh, video, which would be great for bachelor party, bachelorette parties, weddings, whatever, I mean, You could just do a great job. What a a breath of fresh air would be. Instead of getting a typical invitation, get an intro cave, one you've made special, and send it to everybody through your email list. I think then I'll get a kick out of it, and it would just be great. Yeah, I like it a lot, and I encourage you guys to go check it out. It's introcave.com. Use the promo code Triple T Radio, and you can thank Q and I later. And you won't offend us with cash either. Let's get it. Thank you. Big night tonight, brother. We're going to talk on all things pro wrestling. But really quick, uh, last week's show was, um, was quite the hit. Uh, you know, a lot of positive feedback. Yeah, you know, I thought, I, I mean, as I look at all the great shows that we've done, and I, I'm not blowing our own horn or anything, but we've done some pretty good shows. And I got to tell you, I just think that. The level in what we got down to last week was just really, really good. Um, had a great conversation with the young man. And, man, I'll tell you, I'm just impressed with him. I, I was impressed with him at first as a wrestler, but more as a person than anything. Oh, What a great guy to, to put the business in a guy like that's hand and let him run with it. Yeah, no, it was great. I got lots of great feedback, and uh, I was happy to have him on the show. It's always nice to catch up. You know, that's the thing with this business is uh, sometimes when we say, I'll see you down the road, it's not a guarantee we're going to see each other down the road. So any opportunity you can have to catch up, it's always nice. Yeah, it's always great catching up with old friends. You know, as much as we'd like to be there in person, sometimes it's not possible, so. You know, it's just great to be able to catch up with them whenever you can. And, you know, as we grow, as people live further and further apart, move around in their lives, sometimes the only way you can do it is by picking up the phone. But as people saw, we can have a deep and relevant conversation with somebody um, about wrestling and life. And, uh, you know, they the guests that we've had have just laid it all out there on the line, which is great.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely it is. Now... <laughs>
0: Q, it's been, a, it's been a long, long old week, uh, even though I feel like I was talking to you yesterday. Um, what is your stance on your announcement? Is that something you want to wait for until the end of the show? What do you want to do with that? Well, we're going to, you know, let's tease people a little bit. We're going to introduce somebody. We have the the good fortune of of being able to do a show with uh, that's completely out of the box. Um, Good friend of mine, long-time business partner. I put him right up there with you on the friendship list. And, uh, you know, let's just say that we've got a really big announcement and a special unannounced guest later. Um, If anybody's a wrestling fan from the 80s or watch the AWA, they're going to know who illustrious Johnny Stewart is. And he's going to be on with us a little bit later in the night. I wanted to be discussing a podcast that you so generously decided to produce for us. So it'll be uh, another one of these productions. Um, But it's going to cover uh, just, uh, you know, so many different things. It's going to be be amazing. We'll wait until he gets on and we'll discuss what we're going to talk about. But it's under the umbrella of our, our parent company here, which is Triple T Radio. And uh so we're proud to add another podcast to the adventure. we are we? Yes we are. And uh I'm looking forward to it because some of this news is uh news to me, if you will. Uh you know, some of the stuff I'm catching up on with you guys, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it too. I I told Adam to call in, I'm waiting for him to call on the show.
1: In the meantime,
0: yeah. there is a very controversial video making its rounds. And uh well, I'm not liking it, not even a little bit. I don't know if you've seen it. But I sent it here just about literally maybe five minutes ago of the autistic boy that got punched in the face by a manager. What? Yes, uh handicapped, autistic. At ringside, the manager came out and uh Buddy swung at him, hit him once, walked away, continued on. Then went back and decided he was going to lay about three good ones right in on him, and it was really sad. And there's all sorts of stuff written about it. I sent it to you. Uh, I, I I can't speak for you, but I know me personally. If I could get my hands on that manager. I'd, I'd ring his little neck. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm speechless at it. I didn't really am. Say, he he didn't even move. the 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 uh, The victim literally was on the other side of the barricade. Didn't attempt to jump the barricade. Didn't attempt to swing at him or make any motions regarding fingers or any kind. And Buddy really made the It was really sad. Look, man, here's my theory. You paid your money to get in. If you want to stand there and give you great joy in calling me every despicable name in the planet or doing what 9,000 fans have done to me, which is taking that, that fake hand swing at you, coming nowhere near you, if you're going to turn around and assault, which is what it is, assault a wrestling fan, period, any fan, you don't belong in the business. And if you're going to assault somebody with special needs, You really need to be taken out back in the locker room and have a little locker room justice put on you, in my opinion. Well, here's what I'm going to do with it, because we don't have time to talk about it, because there is someone calling in. What I would appreciate is if you would sit down and watch it during the week this week. I don't care how many times you want to watch it and try to find the words that you want to use for next week, and I want to discuss it in great detail next week on the show. I'd love to Okay, my man So we're going to go to the phone line Adam Ginsberg, are you with us? I'm here
2: How's everybody?
0: My... Oh, How you doing? Everybody good? Everybody is great, my friend How are you doing?
2: Wonderful I'm doing good It's a cold winter's day here in Southern California <laughs>
0: How cold is it, Adam?
2: Well, it's right now, I believe, forty-four degrees, which, oh, which is you know, it, it, it is, it is for out yeah, here. So I've
0: lived, in, I've lived in California. That's extremely cold.
2: Yep, yeah, it is, it is for sure. So, uh, yep, yeah, everybody's doing good, man. It's good to hear. Good to be good to be connected with you guys on this fine day. Yeah, Adam, it's uh, Q Carmichael. Hey, are you are you in Orange County? No, I'm in uh, Riverside County. Riverside County. Okay. Okay. Very town good. Town called Temecula.
0: Temecula. Yes. I know that. I know that sound. Everybody that is not from there pronounces it wrong. <laughs> how, how do they pronounce it? I've heard I've heard it said Temecula <laughs> before. So. It's, it's like it's like taking somebody for. I live in North Carolina now, but I'm originally from New York. I lived in California for a year. It's it's kind of like taking somebody and giving them San Luis Obispo and having them sound it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and look, I understand. I'm, I'm from
0: play, uh, a place. Well, I'm from upstate New York, a farm country. But one of my best friends is from a place called Shyline, New York. But it's spelled like chili. So okay. you,
2: know,
1: you, get people,
0: you get people that don't know it, like, oh, chili, New York? No, there's no chili New York. There's chili. <laughs>
2: it's all in the
0: pronunciation. I've been in North Carolina for about 11 years, and there's a town called Richlands, or I, as I call okay. it, Richlands. But if you call it Richlands, people from there get offended. It has to be pronounced Rich lands, but it's all one word, so don't figure, and it's not rich, I've been there yeah. <laughs> so, so, so look, man, you're going into, is this going to be your 11th or 12th year promoting out there?
2: Uh, well, it would be 12, yeah, I took, I took a few well, years off, because I, I went through some, uh, some back surgeries and whatnot But yeah, I started in 2008, uh, started the West Coast Wrestling Company so, uh, yeah, you know, our first full show back was uh, January 11th after a few years. And, uh, you know, it's, once you're in the driver's seat, you can go nowhere but but up. So we're looking forward True to the story. future. Now, the, now, now, did the, the promotion seat, did it what? Did it,
0: did it stop when you weren't running it? Was it, like, on hold?
2: Yeah, it was on hold. It was on hold. Okay, was so on... nobody else is running uh, uh, nobody else is running it though. No, no, no. No, well, it wasn't take... the operation. Yeah. We all take time
0: off, but you know, still, hey, for for running as long as you did and everybody takes a break, especially if you're promoting, because that you know, I ran a promotion for seven seven years and we ran in seven different states. And so I can tell you from experience <laughs> people think wrestling tough. Try wearing the hat of the promoter. It's just,
2: Oh my it's gosh!
0: extremely difficult you're dealing instead of dealing with one personality the guy you're in there with you're dealing with fourteen sixteen
2: different personalities on the show oh yeah you're 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 an ultimate at the end of the day you're an ultimate babysitter um and <laughs> there there's no other way to put it i mean and and I'm not really good at delegating either uh so I take on absolutely everything which is one of my one of my faults but yeah I mean you're absolutely right you have all those personalities and um, on an independent level I mean some of these guys you can tell are going to go all the way and some of them are just going to be weakened warriors and it's crazy how some of those folks that are just going to be weakened warriors have that, that attitude that they are in the big time uh, so it, it's just a lot of different things out here as far as dealing with talent yeah, and, you know, I, I'll tell you what i found. I was, I
0: was blessed enough to work with a lot of, you know, guys from the day, Bundy a lot, Snuffin a lot, uh, Bill Eadie a lot, and, you know, Beefcake. The name's gone. And, and most recently, about five years ago, uh, when Matt and Jeff were in between, Matt and Jeff Hardy were in between TNA and WWE, um, they reformed Omega, which is a group that ran here for years. And they yes. were kind enough for the first three or four shows I wrestled on, and then I uh, took a manager's position on it. But, you know, it's ironic that when you meet these big-name guys, for the most part, they're humble, they're gentlemen, yes. they'll do whatever you ask, but then you'll meet that weekend warrior that thinks having the worst attitude in the world is going to get them to the top. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's very, very bizarre. Yeah, I call them indie Prima Donnas because they really are you know, one of the things I always found is, like, I trained a couple kids, Christian York and Joey Mercury, and those guys had the right attitude from day one before they even had the body or the physicality of it. And, you know, I think that's, you probably agree with me, that that's a really big part of how far you're going to go, too, is, is, you know, the old saying, hard work beats talent every day of the week, unless talent works hard. Yes. But you can see a guy who probably has potential here and there, got a good look, but their attitude is just going to kill them.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so, so when I put together my roster, I put together a roster that is similar to a football team. Um, the way that I that I book and the way that I do my things, um, you know, where I want to have my part in this business is to help. The respect of it, you know, on on the ends of, okay, you know, this is going to be unpopular to say, but a lot of the comedy stuff and wrestling is taking it, taking it to a whole different place where it's not respected. I want to do my part and restore some of the respect at least on my end i can't uh, say i'm going to change the business or change the world but when i run a show you're not going to see any of the bs that you see other places i'm not saying that's right wrong or indifferent but i'm going to do my part to bring my on my end the credibility to my company sure
0: sure and you know that's that's the thing that will sustain you if you decide to run this thing for the next 15 or 20 years you know there's a guy in Delaware that ran forever. He started the original ECWA Super Eight tournament. His name's Jim Kentner, He's a friend of mine. Yeah, and, and, Yeah, and and Jim always ran a great locker room. Good talent. Guys with great attitudes. A lot of these guys went on to star in other places. But you know, Jim was had the same attitude as you did. He wasn't going to make a mockery of the business. What he thought was the mockery of the business. He didn't care what other promoters were doing. He was gonna book matches that were
1: credible,
0: that gave respect back to the wrestlers and the sport and ultimately to him the promoter. And he ran for thirty some years. I mean he just did a great job. Another guy in Maryland, Dick Karakoff, did the same thing. You know, these guys they sustained promotions for twenty and thirty years. And how many of you how many of you and I seen come and go in the last you know fifteen twenty years,
2: I mean it's crazy, oh yeah. but well, you know it boils, it boils down to um, it boils down to a few factors. we can get into it now or we can get into it later, but um, out here, especially in Southern California, you would think the wrestling is plentiful, and you would think there would be a lot out here, and there's really not there's really not compared to other places um, the the big The big promotion out here is pwg um, and, and so everybody else is kind of and you got bar wrestling. You know, which is run by Joey Ryan. Those are the two big ones and everybody else is kind of, you know, down below. That's not an insult on anybody, but you know, there's fly by night promotions. It comes down to your work ethic. As a promoter, as a as a creator, how much do you have invested into this? And it's not necessarily monetarily, but it's spiritually and everything else, you know. I mean, I've got a family, I've got a wife and kids. I dedicate as much time as I can to them. Wrestling has always been my number, you know, my number one and two things in life. Uh, not not discrediting my family, but as far as where my mind is right. always I know, at. I know what you mean. Now. I know what you mean. Now. It's your passion. <laughs> it's, it sounds it sounds terrible. It's not it's not meant to come out that way. Uh, but yeah, wrestling's I'm always been, passion, been a passion of mine. So <laughs> it's always been a passion of mine, and, and the people that, that survive are people that have passion for this, and the, and the people that don't go by the wayside. So that's just that simple. Yeah, yep.
0: you're, absolutely, you're absolutely true. You know, during the during the tough times and the times when you're saying, what the hell am I doing, the passion is what yes. gets you through to the other side because you yes. see the guys that want to be wrestlers, want to be promoters, and they do it because they think it looks cool or because they want to be the star of their own promotion or whatever, but when you get a guy that's in it Because he's passionate about it And you want to take that next step From wrestler to promoter You know, you're getting the right guy Because there'll be difficult times Where you to step there and go, why? But you know why, because your passion for it is so great You can't imagine yourself having any other Besides your family You said can't understand yourself Having anything else in your life That you'd want to focus on that much
2: Absolutely You know, for me, wrestling has always been in my life Since I was two years old and it was just something that I I had um, never thought of anything else. Career day came in, in high school, and I never paid it any attention. It was just wrestling. Kind of wish I would have had other ideas in my head, but it was just make it or break it in the business somehow, some way. So – you know, since 2002, I've been active every year, doing something, whether it's wrestling, promoting, or, or or doing something in the business, and that's going to be the way it is until the day that the cast closes for me.
0: Exactly. You know, I've often, often people say, "Well, when are you going to quit?" I'm like, "When they throw a shovel of dirt in my face." <laughs> right. Know. It's I'll, discouraging.
2: It's I mean, it's very. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. That's all it's very it gets discouraging when you especially right now when you look at the landscape of of like WWE for instance um and you look at like the big wrestling you know on a, on an indie level it's exciting but it's it's not the best of times it's not the best of times for wrestling um so it's kinda of hard to keep that momentum going and, and and offer something completely different right now. And that's what I'm trying to do is offer something completely different than what you see on TV, especially locally, so people can come out and have that feeling of, of wow man, you know, this is this is something that I missed watching on TV or, or, or I just miss in wrestling and that's just basic basic fundamentals, basic storytelling, basic uh going out there and, and not insulting anybody. Being a bad guy, being a good guy, those are, are huge factors that are missing. An in investment into characters. I can't invest into a character on TV because they haven't they haven't um, done a good enough job for me to be convinced. Um, so with my guys, it's okay. As fans, I want you guys to have a connection with these fans, or else nobody's going to come buy a ticket. Well,
0: that makes
2: perfect sense to me. You know, and and here's the thing is that. When you
0: when you follow in that blueprint or footprint of people that have existed for a very long period of time doing that, I, the people that I talk to anyway always have that same thing. That I don't care what they're doing, I don't care what they're doing. But you come to our show, you're gonna believe again in the sport of professional wrestling, you know. And, sure. And, sure. And, and you know what you're doing is you're doing one of two things. And I always say this, you know, if you look back at like the first WrestleMania, you look in the crowd, you saw people in their 70s, saw some in their 80s, you saw kids, you saw 30-year-old, 40-year-old something. And as wrestling has evolved from that point, what has happened is I believe, and it's just my opinion, that certain TV products actually insult the intelligence of real wrestling fans because they become very predictable, number one. Um, they don't, as much as they change, they stay the same. And when wrestling becomes predictable, it does lose a certain amount of the enjoyment. You know, it's that, that swerve that you never saw coming. It's like the movie that swerves at the end and you're like, whoa, that's the kind of thing that you got to give people. And to hack what anybody else is doing, you know, you're cultivating your own fan base out there and those people, you know, you'll find, and this is what I found is you will get people to come to your shows that have never watched wrestling or have watched it and got discouraged with it. And those are the ones that are harder yes. to get back. Or they went to Joe Blow Indy promoters, one show up the street in the armory that ran for seven hours and had 16 matches. And the next time he was in town, they went to Redbox and got a video because they didn't want to set four and a half hours in a steel chair. So, you know, what, yep, what, you're, yep. doing,
1: what you're doing
0: is, the sort of the blueprint for what's going to be successful. And, you know, I've had people come to my shows that I've ran up here recently and, you know, they'll say something like, wow, I was never uh, really a wrestling fan, but
1: this is great.
0: And those, those are great right. people to convert because they're not spoiled. They're not tainted, you know, and the hardest thing is getting the people back that have that have been deterred or from from being a, a fan because of what's on TV or they went to a bad show. They're harder to get back, actually, than to cultivate a new fan. But, you know, that's how you get your fan base. And I'm sure you've got a lot of those people that that have made comments to you that, well, I never really followed wrestling, but I came to my buddy, and this stuff's great. You
2: know, they have a totally different outlook. Yes, for sure, you know. And that's that's the reason, you know, that I'm doing this is to is to give back. <laughs> to the to, to the community to the fans um, and, and more importantly do something right in my eyes in my eyes through my through my vision I'm going to I'm going to put shows out that I feel through my vision are going to be good and so far. So far, I mean I've had some misses. I'm not gonna say that, but so far everything's clicking. Um so that's that's a good thing. And and it's so rewarding when you have a fan that comes to you and goes, Man, like you said, you know, I've been out of it for so long because of this, that and the other thing but when you come to the when they came to the show it was like, Wow, I, I feel like I have this passion again, this love again that's missing. And and there's nothing more rewarding than
1: that.
0: Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent. When you can rekindle a fan, so I just sent you a Facebook request. By the way, it kind of looks like it comes from Christopher Jackson. I don't, I don't know who that guy okay. is. It might have ball Carmichael Brennan. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of caught up. I kind of caught up with what you're doing out there a little bit uh, today, and I gotta tell you, honestly, and, I, and and Nick will tell you, Adam, I don't blow smoke. I'm way beyond that in my years and and caring anymore, but. I really like what, what you've done out there, and I think you're going to be uh, super successful in the coming years based on what you've told me, what we've talked about. I mean, I think in my opinion, you know, you're one of the few, I'll say younger promoters because I'm super old, but you're one of the younger promoters that I've talked to that actually understands what you're doing and how you get fans and how you keep
2: fans. So,
0: yes, you, sir. man.
2: Yes, thank you. Thank I mean, you. So I appreciate team. that very much.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Do you, say say you run for a year or two. Do you kind of look down the road, maybe six months or a year, and work backwards on where you want to put titles and things like that? Do you have that sort of plan well, on the other time?
2: You know, yes, yes, and no. And I'll, I'll give you the, the short of the long of it. Um, originally, when, when I wanted to do this, it was going to be for about a year because I have – two really great storylines that with the proper build and the proper time would culminate at a year. And then, you know, it's one of those questions you gotta ask yourself. You don't wanna I always when I stopped in two thousand and eleven, it was one of those things where, you know, you got a question, do you want to burn out or do you want to fade away? You know, and I left on top. I left on top, which is which is rare. And to come back, it was kind of one of those things like, uh, you know, do you want to let sleeping dogs lie or do you want to, you know, do you want to prove that you belong? So there's a lot of factors, but to answer your question, um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, Plans change on the Indies. Guys get signed. Guys get injured. That's just at a higher rate because you're on the Indies. Uh, So your best plans, and believe me, I've gone through it, and I'm sure you have, your best plans foil when stuff like that happens. So it's a combination of both. it's a combination of both. that's the true true answer to this question
0: and, and that makes sense because you're right you know I and uh, when I ran my first promotion in, in 96, I had put the belt on Tom Brandy um, who, okay who had just signed his contract with the WWE to go sell sincere and this thing happened so fast. I mean we're wrestling on a Saturday night He's the champion. I, I worked hard to get the belt on him um, and make it look credible doing it. And he gets a call that, hey, you're having your physical next week, and you're there's going to be a paper in front of you to sign. And so I understand completely how it is. You, 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 you want to plan things out, but there's times where you're forced to fly by the seat of your pants. And sometimes yes. I think yes. your best storyline come out of something like that. You know, and I think it's because it forces us you know, i, I think if you're gonna if you run indie shows and, and you're good at it, it's your passion, you enjoy it, you kinda learn to thrive a little bit in chaotic situations. You know?
2: You playing something yeah, yes. out but when
0: things go haywire your brain goes in overdrive and you figure
2: it out. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I I couldn't agree more, yeah. It's uh it's absolutely right. Chaos breeds um, necessity.
0: Right, exactly. So let me ask you a question. I understand that you knew from about the time you were two. Was that from your dad taking you to wrestling shows or a grandfather or somebody? Funny enough, uh, yeah.
2: Well, my dad, I, I remember two years old. It's crazy. It's nuts, right? But that's a true true to God statement. At two years old, I walk into the room. My dad was watching uh, WWF and I was hooked and I got pictures uh, from when I was that age when i 'm wearing uh, little cowboy boots and my little white underwear, and i 'm wrestling a panda bear, you know, so it was it was an affliction that immediately caught on and, and and I remember specifically seeing a video uh with Pat Benatar's hit me with your best shot uh playing with uh Jimmy Snook bleeding from the forehead that was my oh, yeah. first memory of of watching watching pro wrestling um so yeah that's that 's how it was that my dad took me to. To uh, WrestleMania two at closed circuit uh, when I lived in Reno Nevada and, and oh, yeah. it was just you know it was a love affair and, and, uh, I, and my dad has since passed but you know the greatest gift he ever gave me you know was was, well, was sure. the the wrestling. Well, I'm sorry to hear
0: that. I'll, I'll tell you a similar story. I was I was a lot older. I was nine. <laughs> okay.
1: When I was when I
0: was <laughs> nine years old, and I lived upstate New York. So we got the old. WWWF, the World Wide Wrestling Federation. So, sure, it's Saturday evening or something, and I hear my mom was pretty um, reserved, and I hear her screaming for my dad, Jerry, get in here, get in here. And I'm like, oh, and we had a a huge old house built in late 1700s with gigantic rooms. So, I mean, you literally had to run from the kitchen through a huge dining room into the living room to get into the parlor. So we go running in there, and I'm thinking somebody must have broken the house or something. She's freaking out. I get in there, and I'll never forget it. Fred Blassie's wrestling this guy, and the guy's bleeding, and Freddy's like jamming some kind of foreign object in his head. And my mom looks at my dad, and she goes, Jerry,
1: do something.
0: He's killing him. (laughs) And I'm like, now, at that point, Adam, to be honest with you, it could have been roller derby. It could have been underwater Himalayan folk dancing. It really didn't matter <laughs> what it was going to be. But when I saw that reaction that my mother had to that going on in TV, I said, whoa. So I used to sneak down. It was on a midnight. That, like it, went, it changed from like 8 o'clock on Saturday night till midnight for some reason. And I used to sneak down. I never forget it. WPX Channel 11 out of New York City. And they would have um, WWWF wrestling on there. And <laughs> about six months after I was doing it, my dad walked by me one day in the hall and he goes, Boy, make sure you turn that TV down a little bit when you're up there watching wrestling when you're supposed to be in bed. <laughs> so, I, I knew it. He knew what I was doing, but he ultimately said, Was well, not getting it all right? And I think from that point on, it was just a matter of time. I was just, just hooked. It's kind of like you yeah. when you had attitude, too. I mean, there's there's that. It's crazy to know that young what you're going to do. And when you tell people these stories, They kind of look at you sideways, and they're like, well, I was never really into wrestling until I saw it when I was 19, and you're thinking, wow. You know, I mean, I don't know about about you, but me and my buddies would clear out the living room and put the lamps away, move the couches back, and we'd have wrestling at somebody's house on the weekend.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yep, that's the best way to do it, man.
0: Yeah. Those those
2: are memories that I miss. Good Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun when you were a kid and you were pretending you were this guy or that guy or something. And I used to take, I used to take my buddy and and I, I talk about and we always say it. The boys, the boys were the biggest marks in the beginning. There's no question. I remember taking my buddy and I would take his, uh, I guess it was his, would have been his left hand fold it across the back of his neck and give him a heart punch like Sandman Stasyak did. That was oh my. That was about the only finishing move I could do if I developed some athleticism. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh. that sounds fantastic, man. Listen, it's been great to have you on the show, man. I'd love to have you come back again, maybe in a few months. You run a couple more shows, get you on, talk about what's going on in your promotion. Do you have anything you want to plug?
2: Yeah, absolutely. On um, March 28th, we're having a tournament. The West Coast Wrestling Company presents King of the West Coast live, and it's going to take place in Hemet, California. So, if any of your listeners in California, Southern California to be exactly, uh, are, are listening, uh, check out West Coast Wrestling Company on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, we're just we're just trying to do we're just trying to do the right thing, man, and. Uh, and, and do my part in in uh, in helping the business as much as possible uh, grow and become a better place. That's all I want to do is leave this place better than I found it. So, uh, yeah, that's my life. That's my whole life. At the it. West Coast Wrestling Company. Well,
0: I'm gonna start. I'm gonna keep tabs on the man, and keep watching and see what's going on. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna. You know, I don't believe in luck, so I'm not going to wish you luck. I think that was invented by fools to make excuses why the other guy outworked him and was more successful. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, do well, man. Crush it, knock it out of the park, keep doing what you're doing, and let's get you back on after the March 28th shot. And uh, we'll, we'll, oh, leave it with Nick. we'll leave it with Nick. We'll plug that every week for you. I'm coming up for that, too.
2: I appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. you have any, anything else you want? I, Question-wise, Nick, Nick?
0: Yeah. Nick? What? What's going on, man? You got Adam? Pay attention, man. Oh, I am. I was just sneezing. Um, yeah, man. Here's my question for Adam. Uh, number one, actually, this isn't a question. It's a statement. I want to tell you something that I... Uh, I'm so glad to see that you're back in business and I'm so glad to talk to you. Like I was saying to I I haven't spoke to you on the phone in about probably 10 years and just so much respect for you, man, because you were one of the guys that helped, you know, get us started when, when we started radio uh, back, wow, twenty twenty oh nine 2009 probably. And, um, Here we are today and uh, me and Q running this show. It's been very successful. Having you on here is is my way. I'm I'm saying thank you for everything you've done. And, uh, you know, I'm so proud of WCWC and the the things that you're doing up there or down there. And I can't wait to uh, see what the results are for that March show. I would like you to come back on in the beginning of April so we could talk more about it and maybe get a little more in depth on your career and a little more in depth on uh just the training and the stuff going on in WC, W C and uh yeah, man. I just I love you to death. I'm glad you were on. I'm glad you were here. It's great to hear your voice again.
2: Well, oh, thank you, sir. That's greatly appreciated. Uh, I can't tell you how uh, how appreciated it is. It really is. You you kind of get lost in the vortex here when you're in the in the business, and you uh, you have oh you know one focus, and that's getting these shows done and everything. And and the world's going on without you. And so you're living in your own world, and and I appreciate that so much. Uh, it's a, a thankless job, but but folks like you, um, you know, make it all worth it. Seriously. Thank you. It
0: might be thankless, buddy, but I, uh, I'm very thankful that you're able to keep us alive down in the West Coast. And also, the way you talk about, you know, the, the gaga and the comedy and the haha, it's nice to see if you can tone that down a bit. Just remind people that matches that we used to watch with the Brain Busters back in the day, you know, the old dudes that used to tear up the house and they could tell you a story and nobody laughed. So it's nice to see someone trying to uh,
2: resemble that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to change the wheel here. Reinvent the wheel, if you will. Yeah, I just want to do my part. If I'm presenting wrestling, I want to present it in a way that I feel is respectable. Uh, that, like I said, it's not a knock on anybody doing anything. That's just how I want to do my thing. And, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, I all, all I know is that when I put a hundred percent into anything I do, it's going to work and it's going to be successful. Then that's what you know. I want anybody listening. if They have any dreams or if they have any aspirations, you got to chase them. You got to follow them. You got to achieve them because uh, I, I swear it sounds corny as heck, but if you if you believe it, you can achieve it, man. And and that's the truth. So anybody is sitting there right now thinking that man, it'd be great to do something, whether it's wrestling or anything else in life you got to go do it you have to go do it cuz you don't want to live with yourself going what if what if what if you got to just take care of, of what you want to do cuz we only have this one spin around this earth and uh, it could be it could be up at any time so you want to just you know live your dreams the best best advice i can give anybody
0: well thank you my brother and uh, i look forward to talking to you again real soon
2: all right, guys. Well, you have a wonderful evening, and I uh, appreciate the uh, the invitation. Thank you so much. No, thank you.
0: Hey, Adam, thanks, man.
2: Uh, thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. Stay in touch, yeah, okay?
0: Next, next time, we're going to get you on for the full hour, because I, I probably could talk to you. The cows come home. and Listen, in my opinion, for what it's worth, I think you're doing it the right way. Continue to do it, and you're going to have nothing but success because people are starving for your product out there.
2: Uh, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that in the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, man. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I know you got cut
0: off, but it's okay. We got to take a quick break. But really quick, before we do that, I just very, very quickly want to throw out to – Scott May, I know that name does not ring a bell to you and it probably shouldn't, but Scott May is uh, right here in our backyard, he grew up, he's from right here in New Brunswick and um, he's fighting for uh, Fight League and uh, he'll be fighting this Saturday night in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, I believe it's in that area and uh, he's going to have his very first world fight against uh, the one uh, Kyle Sutherland and I just wanted to say good luck to Scott Uh, I was talking to him recently and I told him he ought to come on the show sometime and talk a little bit of cage fighting with us but uh, in the meantime what do you say to take a break before we move on let's do it okay buddy Hey guys, I gotta tell you about this new product that Q Ball and I just started using. It's called RedlineGoods.com. Q, I was on, I ordered a bunch of products from this site, man, and you weren't lying. Man, hey, I'm telling you, you know that tuner car I got, that old eclipse that I've been working on? I got the, it's called the flat side steering wheel. It's a steering wheel, and it's all hand stitched, and it's the bottom side that I run. It's and it's for, you know, tuner cars, and I got the matching boot for the shifter that is handmade and hand-stitched Italian leather. Let me tell you something, dude. This thing looks sweet. The rest of the car, not so good. But the steering wheel, the boot cover, fantastic. Well, I'm going to tell you, I got 1993 LeBaron, and my kids are so embarrassed when I drive this thing around. I went on this site you told me about. I used the promo code QBALL. Save 15% and my kids love it. I got the coolest looking shifter. I've got new pads on the brake and the gas. I mean, I have done this thing up. The outside still needs some work, man. This place is loaded with colors and it's shipped worldwide. Like, you were not kidding. I mean, I am shocked. And you know what, Nick? Everything hand-stitched and handmade in its own shop by him and his family. So, you know, it's, it's handcrafted Italian leather, it's amazing stuff, it, it's RedLineGoods.com, uh, the owner's name is Mike, he's a friend of ours, and if you just happen to mention, promo code QBALL, you're going to save 15% on your entire order. So make sure you go there folks, RedLineGoods.com, all one word, RedLineGoods.com, and check out their selection of really nice handmade Italian leather and for your vehicle. And a
1: lot of other cool products they have for force. Pro Wrestling Universe, it's time once again for Turnbuckles Trunk. Well, that
0: never gets old listening to that. I just love it. I, I, I'm i the same way. I'm like, man, that never, ever gets old. I love it. Um, That was a nice interview with Adam Ginsburg. I'm glad he was on. It, it was great. I wish we had more time with him. It's just an odd night. I'd love to get him back on again. The guy's really passionate about the business he kind of yeah. in the right place and I took me about two minutes to talk to him about promoting him but this guy thinks exactly the way Jim Kettner as I said that Farakoff, all the old guys have been running for years and years and years so you know and I always like to tr- tr-
1: stick true to that
0: form you know you might not believe what you see on TV but when you come into my show and you're sending the front row you're going to believe every single bit of it I don't know how anyone could not love that. I mean, that's what the business is. I mean, let's believe it. Let's, uh, you know, send them home happy. That's like a true story, man. True story. Keep them in there two hours. Add 20 minutes for intermission. Give them six or seven matches, and keep it flowing. And you know what I mean. Don't do a 45 minute intermission. intermission don't do a three and a half hour show. Give them two hours of top notch entertainment. 20 minutes to get their drinks, souvenirs, and back to their seats. And you get them in there at 8 o'clock, you get them out by 10.30. And everybody's happy. And if you give them something to remember at the end, called an angle, they'll be back. That's right. Always leave them wanting more. Right. Just remember, people remember two things at a wrestling show, the first match they saw and the last match they saw. Okay. It's it's really it's simple math, but I guess not every promoter can do it quite like that. Well, um, it is, you know. You know, there was a, there was a. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's get our second guest to uh, call and how's that for to run out of time? Yeah, man, and I'm looking forward to the uh, talking about this and hearing all about it. I'm excited. We should be calling in in just a minute, Perfect. I, I'm looking I'm forward forward to I told him it. Because, because of. Uh, of never knowing with me and how long I'm going to go. <laughs> Boy, this calling down. We never know how long I'm going to be on the phone with somebody. Boy, it's just <laughs> a true statement. <laughs> but
2: Sometimes I love you.
0: i love you even more when this migraine has gone. I know. Oh, I know you will oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to call through now, so. Uh yeah, you yeah. guys got a lot of time to talk about it. That's kind of cool, really. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I know, right? Well, what I what I what I you right for the show. Keep track of my time, 'cause you know me. It's like yeah. I'll do a ninety-minute show that's supposed to be fifty minutes. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the show. Yes, I'm. I'm looking to get One Direction tickets. <laughs> While well, you call the right
0: line, you ball, give me tickets. Oh my gosh, hey John Stewart, my business partner, my reality show writing partner, seems to be my podcast partner. I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine for the last eight or nine years, Nick London, is on
1: the other line. Hi, Nick. How are you? Heard a lot about you.
0: I'm well, and how are you doing, John?
1: I'm doing. I'm doing very well today. Thank you, sir. Thanks for <laughs> having me. Hey,
0: welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you on. Thank you.
1: If anybody watched
0: much. the uh, uh, AWA in the '80s, they know who illustrious Johnny Stewart was. He was Thank you, the for most eight, thank you for My years. opinion, my <laughs> opinion, the most colorful character that they had, and po- played the spoiled wrist kid to a T. That
1: I did. <laughs> yes,
0: you did. There's no question about it. It's, it was a fantastic portrayal, and uh, we know that you were born. Uh, you know, poor and adopted, and and then yeah. rented out. and <laughs> just kidding. I don't know, just about, kidding, just I don't know about that. You know. I know. I, right? I grew up I just on the
1: on northwest side of Chicago. My 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 dad did very well, but we didn't live in a big mansion or anything. But you know, I grew up. I had I had a nice childhood. It really was. Well, so, yeah, your thank dad
0: you your your dad was a was a very humble and it is a very humble and modest businessman. So you
1: know, yeah, he, he didn't your live above his
0: means, which was smart. Nope. Yep. So let's talk about this new show. Tell us about your new podcast. I believe it's going to be Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And tell us about your new show and who you're co host with because, you know, I don't think people know. We haven't heard anything.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate that intro. Um, yeah, we're going to have it on Sunday nights. Um, I think the time is, we're going to be in the evening. I think 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, uh, again, that's. Still to be be determined, and uh, my co-host is uh, Q Ball Carmichael, and uh, you know, obviously you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, it's since we've been you know business partners on a bunch of reality show projects. Um, you know, at least my opinion. You know, and I, 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 you very rarely will speak for for Q, uh, but in my opinion, we've just seemed to see that we're always on the same page with each other. And when it when it just comes down to so many things in life that that um, you know we are troopers in, in so many things and I and it was about a, two weeks ago we did we were batting around and I and I really wanted to get into the doing podcast. and you know and and I made made a I made a comment to Q that you know it, it's like fifty percent of my life is doing my occupation, which is the car business, the stock market, you know, being a landlord. And 20% is obviously tending to my family, my wife, my kids. And then there's like, you know, 35% of my life is dealing with the bullshit of like just general life, whether that be the government, the internet, you know, uh, people's opinions on the radio, on TV. And it's frustrating because – um, it, it was a reality show that we developed a year ago which would take all of these subculture items, um, or, or a lot of all of these conspiracy topics, and put you know the opposite sides in a, in a courtroom setting, you know, and really battling out a, what is the truth on this situation, on this conspiracy, uh, on this life um, experience. And we came up with uh, with a name, you know, uh, the Truth Truthbusters. And it, it doesn't mean that we we don't want the truth. It's people always thinking they have the truth, and we're busting it to you know to come down to the level of what what is the real, you know, weigh the bullshit between you know what we think in, in and know, and and do the cue ball Carmichael Johnny Stewart sniff test. And that's the really the biggest thing is you know taking on a lot of these life issues and conspiracies and sport topics and, and, and sifting through and, and finding out the truth in, in so many of these, uh, these, you know, relevant topics that, that we all encounter.
0: And John, I, I think that you and I are of the same school of thought that most people form their decisions on secondhand news fed to them by the media. And there's no, There's no more way to get the least amount of truth than to read and absorb everything the media prints or puts on TV or the Internet. Because typically that's fed by major corporations or politicians or the combination of the two. The government will tell the press what they want you to know and nothing more. And so we're going to bust through that uh, wall and go right down to the, you know, not just the facts, but we're going to go down to... Everybody looks at things from one angle. We're going to give them a couple different angles to look at things at. I think it's going to wake some people up, and people are going to sit there and go, Holy cow, I never thought of that. And that's kind of what the show is designed to do, I think, is we're going to give people that holy, oh my gosh moment where they're like, I didn't look at it like that, or that makes sense, or wow. So we're right. going to dig. John is a great researcher. Um, I, I give him that either a great job of research. Thank you. And Thank so you're welcome, buddy. And, you know, together we put some creative stuff together. We've had shows option. We've had sizzle reels done. And like he said, we think the same way when it comes to pretty much everything. And I think that's what's made a great partnership with us yeah. over the years is, you know, John will write up something and send it to me and say it needs something. and I'll add it and send it back and he'll say, perfect. Or I'll write up something, send it to him and say, John, it's missing something. He'll add something to it, send it back to me. And I'm like, it's right. perfect. So right. it's just, it's, it's weird how that dynamic is between us. But I think that's going to make for just a great show for people.
1: I, I hope so. And I, you know, I, 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 one of the things that I really, uh, and I, I texted you this today. One of the things about our podcast, um, there are a few things that I really think that have always, Bothered me or things that I didn't like, and now I'm 53 years old. I can incorporate, or we can incorporate these things into the podcast. For example, you know, I'll listen to a conspiracy show, whether it be Coast to Coast AM or on something, and it's you know, it's a it's a, it's a you know a guy with a, a woman with experience in a, in a conspiracy issue, and they go on for 35 minutes without even taking a breath. The, the person doesn't ask any poignant questions, and so the boredom of at times, the drollness of listening to somebody technical talk about, you know, why the, there might be a polar shift or something, I, we are, Q and I are going to not do that. We are going to, you know, we're going to have these people on the witness stand. That's one of my friends said, you're going to lose some friends <laughs> over this podcast because, you know, we're going to ask questions. We're going to make it quick, precise, um, a, a, a extremely fast-paced, in my opinion. And where it's not boring for somebody on the other po- on, the, on a podcast, I've listened to some conspiracy shows, and you put the you put the you know you walk away from your computer, and thirty minutes later, you haven't missed anything. So that's one thing that we're not going to do. We're gonna we're gonna jump in there. We're gonna ask pointed questions. We're gonna keep it hot, so to speak. My fingers are near, quote unquote. And another thing too is is that um, what what I I also you know Q and I are very when it, especially when it comes to conspiracies You know, we, we are I, And I've seen this over the past Three or four years with them Is that we, we you know Let's take one conspiracy And I'm going to show you what the show How the angle is going to be We fake the moon landing Immediately Q and I sit back and say Wait a minute there, We've seen Chinese lunar, lunar modules Going around the moon There's, there's NASA artifacts everywhere Tire tracks Did we maybe land on the moon but fake a lot of video footage prior to going on the moon for publicity, for propaganda, in case something went wrong, in case we saw something on the moon that we didn't want the public to see? So, you know, there is a million ways to look at these conspiracies. And I'm sick of – and I know Hugh is because I've talked to him about it a million times. I'm sick of yelling at the TV, yelling at the computer screen. That why are you not asking the person this question? Why are you not asking the person this question? Wait a minute, is there another angle to this thing? Uh, is there another angle to that thing? You know, um, and it's not just conspiracies. You know, it's it, you know when, when you're busting truths, we can go into truths about home remodeling, <laughs> buying a car. Uh, what what turns a woman on? What turns a guy on? Tips uh, you know the truth on marriage the truth on family life, on working for someone, being your own boss, working for the government, being an entrepreneur, uh, sports sports issues, sports conspiracies. It, it, I am so excited because of the plethora of wide ranging topics that I think, in my opinion, should be really interesting for, for the people out there. And and if not, you know, that's you know, I I I, I also think you and I, I, I'm sure I speak for you you know, uh, you know, we we've dealt with stockbrokers. Q's been a stockbroker. We love the feedback. So, you know, if there's something you want to hear, you I, I think it'd be important to have feedback during the show. Um, uh, for you know, hey, ask him this question, ask her that question. What about this? What about that? So, I, I we are going to be really prepared and uh, and do our homework before we we tackle a topic or have a guest on. You are never going to hear cue ball or John Stewart say, well, how did you get started in, you know, you know, we are going to do our homework and um, it's going to be interviews between Bob Costas and Roy Firestone, where we're, you know, we are going to go inside a lot of, a lot of these issues, a lot of, a lot of our guests and, and, and make it extremely interesting. I think for the listener, at least I hope so.
0: No, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think it's going to be, um, one of those one of those podcasts that people are going to walk away from and their brains are going to be churning inside their head and i right. think that's what you want to you want to do and neither one of us are afraid to ask anybody anything so no. i think that's, a, that's that's another huge plus
1: yeah can we get people to think i think if we can do that if we can get people to think outside of their box and, and crash through that that uh cognitive dissonance which is you know someone believes some way, you tell them something different, and those two thoughts start crashing into each other, if we can get people to just pause and think and, and say, you know, geez, these, these, you know, these, this, was, this topic was presented to me in a sane, rational manner, I, I think we're going to do a lot of good, too. I really do.
0: I don't know how sane and rational it will be coming from us, but it's definitely going to be interesting. <laughs> hey, we gotta wrap, We got we to wrap it okay. up. Nick's an hour behind me, so he's two hours behind you. He's got a big day tomorrow. So uh, let's wrap it up. You and I'll chat afterwards, John. And Nick, thanks so much for uh, putting up with us and another great show tonight. I'm so looking forward to on Sunday night, time to be determined. We'll let you know this week, uh, probably 8 p.m. because that way it doesn't make it too late for Nick. And what we're going to do is bring you guys some really interesting things via Johnny Stewart and Chris Jackson from Stewart Jackson Entertainment. Well, actually, John, John, why don't you take yes. us home uh, with a little uh, a little sound bite,
1: and then uh, we'll end the show with the sound bite. Hey, stay tuned in the coming uh, days for the newest, greatest podcast out there. It's called the Truthbusters, exploring every topic under the sun and in our land from Stuart Jackson, Stuart Entertainment, ball Chris Jackson, and the illustrious Johnny Stewart. Stay tuned.